0: You're listening to The Swiping Effect, Episode 7 of Season 2 of Musings of an Introverted Black Boy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Musings of an Introverted Black Boy is a weekly short form podcast series dedicated to exploring themes of love, identity, politics, race, social justice, and the 21st century coming of age experience. New episodes will be released every Sunday and each one will more or less focus on one of these topics. Now I should be honest with you there are no other co-hosts there are no special guests lined up for the weeks to come this is a very intimate podcast it's just me and you But through each week's episode, it is my hope that we together can begin to uncover and embrace the common truths that lie at the heart of our individual experiences. So I hope you'll join in. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are now firmly within the second half of the season, which is so hard to believe. Time in general is going by so fast, and it's hard to believe that this series started almost five months ago. If you would have told me that doing this series would be as fun and as fruitful as it has been, I don't know if I would have believed you. And if you would have told me that there would be listeners from all around the world, I definitely would not have believed you. But there have been people listening in Japan, the UK, Spain, Germany, Haiti, Sweden, Ghana, Kenya, Tanzania, and even Australia. It's really unbelievable. If you're an international listener and you're listening to this episode right now, I would love to hear from you. So hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. My Facebook pages are under my name, Marcus Granderson, and my Twitter handle is at MK underscore Granderson. So feel free send me a message. I would love to know where exactly you're listening from and how you found this podcast. So with that said, in last week's episode, What About Your Friends?, we discussed an age-old question. What do you do when your friends are beefing? If you haven't checked it out, I, of course, encourage you to do so. And as always, remember that you can listen and subscribe to past, present, and future episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So, for this week's episode, I was inspired by my friend E.K., hey E.K., to talk about the effects of dating apps on young adult relationships. And to be honest with you, this is an interesting topic for me because I have more questions and not fully formed thoughts than I do answer answers. This episode is really about to be just me musing. That's partly because it would be hard for me or anyone to definitively say what effect dating apps like Tinder and Bumble are having on an entire generation's understanding of in relationship to relationships, it's also partly because I have very little experience with dating apps. I am by no means steeped in the culture. And the very little, and I really do mean very little experience I have had, I wouldn't even call experience because I didn't really do much. I had a Bumble account for maybe three or four days my junior year of college. And I very recently had a Tinder account for maybe four or five days. They have both since been deleted, deactivated, disabled, whatever you want to call it. So my experience has been minimal. And there are a couple of reasons why that is the case. First things first, personality is a really big factor for me, as I'm sure it is for many people. And dating apps are just not conducive to learning about someone's personality. And for me, I'm in a place where I won't really consider having any type of romantic interaction with someone unless I know for sure what their personality is. I have to know that. And dating apps really don't provide that opportunity. So when I did Bumble and Tinder, I was the type that wouldn't even consider swiping right unless I was intrigued by something in their bio. I would literally analyze the bios trying to get some sense, any sense of who the person was. And if they didn't have a bio, I would always swipe left, even if I found them attractive. All this, all these stipulations resulted in me swiping right a very limited number of times, and it just got to a point where I recognized that the way dating apps are set up and the way that they work just isn't for me. I can't do it the way it's supposed to be done. I know I'm supposed to be making quick swipe left for no, swipe right for yes decisions, but I'm sitting here analyzing people's word choice and phrasing in their bios, so needless to say, it's not for me. The other reason dating apps don't really work for me personally is that I'm a big proponent of and believer in the idea of meeting romantic partners in platonic contexts. I think that some of the strongest romantic relationships out there are those where a solid base of friendship was established before the relationship was taken to another level. I think that when we meet someone in a platonic way, we have an opportunity to see them in a more authentic light. When you're friends with someone, I don't think there is much of a need to perform or be the best, most glamorous version of yourself. When you're friends with someone, you're more relaxed, more open, more honest. But when you're in a romantic context, I think you're more inclined to edit and hide aspects of who you are. You try to put your quote-unquote best foot forward and be as attractive and desirable as possible. No, I'm not saying that if you meet your romantic partner in a romantic context, you'll never really know who they are. I think you eventually will, but it will take longer, and it could happen once it's too late. Because once you really get to know them, you may find out that you don't really like what you've learned. And by that time, so many feelings are caught up in the situation that things can get complicated and messy real fast. I think all this is less likely to happen when you've had a chance to get to know them as a friend prior to the start of the relationship. Also, I think romance can come and go. Some days you may feel all lovey-dovey, and other days not so much. But when you have a solid base of friendship that can act as an anchor for that relationship through these romantic ebbs and flows, I think that relationships can be stronger and they can have more staying power. So needless to say, I'm an advocate for being friends first, and dating apps don't necessarily provide that opportunity. Now, when it comes to the effect that dating apps are having on my generation as a whole, I can't really offer any definitive prospective answers because I'm simply not steeped in the dating app culture. But I will say this, I do wonder how healthy it is for us to make romantic connections in the same way that we shop for shoes or clothes. In dating apps, people are essentially products. And when we go on these apps, we're essentially shopping for people like we shop for shoes or clothes. I like this one. That one's ugly. Absolutely not. Oh, this one is gorgeous. Yes to all of these. This is what we do. And I don't know how to feel about that. To some extent, we do do this in person. We make quick value judgments about other people's attractiveness. So I'm not saying that dating apps have fundamentally changed who we are. They haven't. Absolutely not. But I will say that the difference between judging people's attractiveness within an app versus in person is that the latter tends to be more flexible and subject to change. When you first see and meet someone, you may not find them attractive, or at least it may not register with you that they are attractive to you. And I say that because that has most definitely happened to me. There have been people I've met who I didn't initially register as being attractive to me in my mind, and yet, as I got to know them, interact with them more, I began to see just how attractive they really were. I think that happens a lot. Not everyone we meet is going to be immediately attractive to us. Sometimes it takes time and in repeated interactions, but in dating apps, that's not really an option. You have to make a decision right then and there, and once you do... There's not really an opportunity to turn back, and I don't know if that's the best thing. Now, the other thing I will say is that I wonder if by making dating, connecting, hooking up, getting together, whatever you want to call it, easier and more convenient, dating apps are preventing us from experiencing the strangely beautiful and valuable things about love. I'm talking about the beauty and value of those small, intimate, awkward, nerve wracking moments that occur when two people are trying to navigate the initial stages of a romantic interaction. Telling someone that you like them or you want their number or you think they're cute or you would like to take them out can be hard to do in person. It's awkward. And oftentimes nerve wracking, but I also think there is something special and beautiful and uniquely human in those types of interactions. And I wonder if dating apps, along with other forms of technology, are preventing us from experiencing that specialness and beauty. Love is complicated and messy and awkward and nerve wracking and beautiful and tragic and all consuming and majestic and awe inspiring and challenging. And I wonder if dating apps in some ways are preventing us from engaging and interacting with love in its fullest, most robust form. I don't know. Maybe people in dating apps are experiencing love in this way. I can't say for sure because I'm not steeped in the culture, as I've said before. So I won't even pretend to say that I know that for sure. But that's just a thought that I have sometimes. Now, this is a very interesting topic, and I know that I probably haven't even scratched the surface of all the things that could be discussed when it comes to the relationship between dating apps and my generation. So I would love to continue this conversation and also hear your thoughts. So feel free to hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter, and let's keep the conversation going. I want to learn from you all, so don't hesitate to reach out. Like I said before, I'm always a fan of good conversation. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will see you next time. All the best. This is Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, hosted by Marcus Granderson. If you're interested in getting updates on the podcast or learning more about my upcoming book, Timestamp, Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, feel free to like my official Facebook page or follow me on Instagram at Marcus Granderson. And please remember that whatever you do in life, do it with love, because love never fails. See you next time.